Critics say the Perfect Pair podcast is a marriage and relationship fixer. Okay. You messed up, you messed up. And I finally had to just say, you know what, I messed up. And right. I left it alone. And then we good. But are we good? Because you still bringing the crap up. <laughs> right. So we obviously ain't good. We good. You having a Will Smith moment. <laughs> Wait, no. The reason why I'm saying. Don't I need to slap the hell out of you. I right wish now. you would. See us two <laughs> fighting on this podcast today. <laughs> what? You lost your damn mind. Download, subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and watch on YouTube. What's up, great girlfriends? It's Sybil here, and this pod mama has a pod baby. That's right, the Grace Podcast, which is a spiritual development podcast dedicated to helping you grow in your relationship with God through the Word of God. Listen in each week as we take your life, plug it into scriptures, and refresh it with biblical insights to make you more bold and brave each day. You can log on to my website, SybilAmudi.com, to catch up on the most recent episodes and leave your iTunes review. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Great Girlfriends Podcast, where we discuss life, love, laughter, and everything in between. We're your hosts. I'm Brandis Daniel. I'm Sybil Amuti. And we have... DeAndra Henderson. And Kwaku Amuti. Hey! Hey! So exciting! Oh my goodness, ladies, you are in for a treat! Yes! Yes! Man guest! (laughs) Y'all better get in with that vapor on the the call. Great boyfriend. We brought we brought some from some muscle in today, and Didi is our millennial dating expert. So we love we love calling on Didi. Yes. I love it. Sybil, what's been going on in your world? Well, you know, a little bit of this and that. My boo, you know, this weekend, I told you we had a mega date weekend. And (laughs) today we actually extended the date after we took the kids to that birthday party I was telling you about earlier. We snuck away to uh, go look for new TVs and go to Chick-fil-A. So that was like a little short date we took real quick. Nice. Did y'all get a TV? No, we got Chick-fil-A. (laughs) <laughs> we got Chick-fil-A and some quality time right that works that works yeah what about you what y'all been doing oh girl snuggling in this cold weather I know that's right I mean today I was supposed to get out the bed and go work out but it was so cold I texted Nia last night and told her that I needed a day off did you work out on Saturday I didn't know. Okay, I'm gonna say Saturday was like negative two, right? No, no, I didn't do I didn't do anything on Saturday. What did we do Saturday? Actually, I feel like we did hmm, get up and go somewhere Saturday, but I cannot even remember right now what we did. We did something. Oh, I know what happened. Joy came over with her cute little baby Gabe. He's so adorable. He's he is adorable. Oh, so cute. Adorable. So they dropped <laughs> by on Saturday. Nice, Didi. What you been up to? Chilling, man. <laughs> Living a single girl life in the city. Oh my gosh! I remember those days many, many, many years ago. Like what? Many, 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 many years for you, Sybil. Like fourteen years ago, I was single in the city. I it was a whole different ball game. That was when you were young. I, I, excuse me. Pause. Hold on. <laughs> Say hi. That. I'm, I'm just a guest. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Yes, I very, am. Very true. Very true. I'm just taking now. Oh, 
That's when I've you been were, snatched. That's when you were young, snatched. girl. Young and so, single in the city. Yes, we're so excited because we wanted to have um, sort of an impromptu conversation around dating. And be it that Brandis and I um, have retired from external dating. We yes. not <laughs> we not yes. external dating. <laughs> We thought we'd bring on Dee Dee because Dee Dee is Deandra Henderson, excuse me, because Deandra is young and beautiful and amazing and energetic and she's out dating and kind of experiencing this new culture that Brandis and I are kind of foreign to. I mean, we hear about it from our friends, but we don't really know it. And then Kwaku is is a man expert. Wow. And I, I said <laughs> <laughs> I say that because I know him personally as a husband. And exactly. He's the one who swept me off my feet. You know, he's just, he's that kind of guy that I think any woman would be amazed and honored to have. So I feel Yay. like, yeah. I mean, he's let me see, not let me see his face. I need to see his, I need to see Kwaku's face. Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Look like this one more time. He's Look. not available. He looks like a grown-up Sam. He does look like a grown-up Sam. So <laughs> <laughs> cute. But seriously, I mean, between between uh, Rich and Kwaku, we really got some treasures. And, yes. you know, our dream and goal is for all of our great girlfriends to be able to navigate the dating world and be swept away by these fantastic guys. So from the dating world to the final destination... We thought we'd bring together a show, right? Yeah, and it should be fun. We're going to have some fun with this one. I'm excited about it. And let me let, let me just say this disclaimer again. We are not experts. We are experts at being us. We're experts at being us. Yes. But don't call us no, uh, no dating experts. We don't know nothing about it. I'm just kidding. But no, we really do want to have the conversation because um, we don't want to pretend that everyone is married with kids. That's not the case. Absolutely not. And you know what? I feel like things have changed so much. Girl. So I think it's a great conversation to start because I don't know if things are the same as what they were when I started, when I was out here dating. Let me tell you for a fact, they are not the same from when I last dated. Like, yeah, it's, it's been a shift happening. First of all... You had to call people and they had to answer in order to, to transact the date. Yes. That's that so whole true. thing, like it was a whole voice exchange, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we, we are like way, we're, we're early texters. That's so true. It, it, uh, DeAndre, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it feels like the pool is a lot bigger than it used to be when we dated. Because I didn't have the world to date. I didn't have options in the world. I had my local area. Right. Yeah. And like I think I, New York is so big that it's just like. Well, and then you got the internet. Yeah. And so, internet dating is huge right now. Yeah. We we didn't have. we. No, I, I had to see a girl on the street and, you know. And, <laughs> and holla. And holla. Yeah. Get her. You have your game. Yeah, my game. Your game had to be tight on you the street. Like you had to. to yeah. You couldn't be the hello miss guy because that was every guy. Yeah. You had to come with something that was completely unique to yourself and see if, you know, make her laugh or get her interested. No. He said, she said, now you just swipe left or right. Yeah. 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 That is, that's what, that's Tinder? That's Tinder. I don't know what it is. E-Harmony, what is it? No, it's Tinder. It's Tinder. See? How you know though? Because Emily did it. I was doing it with Emily. Was Emily out there on this podcast? (laughs) 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 Hold on a minute, babe. 
Oh, because a friend of ours had done it before and she let me see her phone and it was pretty interesting. But how can you trust the pictures? I did it for like three days and it's awful. It's scary because Tinder goes by the radius that's around you. So they could be within a mile of you. So you can get on the subway and run into this person. Wait, but do they know that you're you? Yeah, because they just saw your pictures. Oh, that's weird. But you know, that could be a whole bunch of other stuff with these YouTube YouTube, you, uh, tutorials on makeup. <laughs> half of these girls don't look nothing like the picture anymore. Well, and half of these Photoshop, the Photoshop apps that they got on the phone. That's what I was going to say. There's anything. an app where you hold your phone up, focus it in, and it beats your face. See? What? I have. What? <laughs> First of all, you I need the app. You mean, you mean I'm out here, look, not looking beat on some of my pictures when I can just <laughs> no. tap an app? It'll contour your whole face. Oh, I need that. What's the name of the app? I don't know. I have to ask. That's all right. I'm going to find that tonight. We my gonna, my whole Instagram that game. Go, ladies, saying. we going to find the name of that app and we putting that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyway, let's let's start from the beginning. What, Didi, what do people call dating these days? Talking. We're just oh, that talking. Hasn't that hasn't changed. So dating is like getting to know someone. Yeah. It, yes, because dating give, gives you a right to have more than one person in your... You're not committed yet. Oh, well, that's true. That's true. No, look, who's making a strange face, but that's true because exclusive dating is different yeah. from just dating. Yeah, okay. Okay. Versus what did we define dating as, Brandis? I think we define dating as the same way. I don't think, it, I, don't think I define dating any different. Me neither. I think it was just about the same with getting to know someone. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like though, I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the thing that's changed with dating now is I remember when I first moved to New York, New York dates were like a marathon. I mean, literally you hit like three, four spots. I mean, a guy was probably spending 500 to a $1,000 on a date in a night. I don't see that now. No. I don't see that. (laughs) I've actually heard something that now they just go get drinks. Yes. You go get drinks or you go. It depends on how bougie you are. You may just go get a coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm going to really date myself here. Really, really date myself. But back in my day, it used to you were if you took a girl to the Red Lobster, like that was it. Like she was. You were making it known. You can't that say real life. Beyonce just killed it. That she was top tier. So that's okay. So basically, what we're saying is, is dating is still. So we're all clear. It's still getting to know someone or someone's. Yeah, I just think it's different in terms of how. I think it's different in terms of how guys approach dating now. Like I, I watch you know, people close to me. I can't put them out there on Front Street. I watch people that are close to me and he's not dating. He's like, literally, I don't even think he goes out and spend any money on dates whatsoever. So he's around 23 years old. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> but that's because, yeah, yeah, no, he does not spend money. He does not spend money on dates at all. And probably and I, has a different girl for every day of the week. And I said to him, I said to him, I said, you know, how are you even having money with all these dates you got? Because back in the day, I mean, New York dates were serious. 
He was like, what do you mean? I was like, it was like we would go to dinner. Then we go like for drinks after dinner. And then we like go shoot pool. It was like a marathon date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. And, and so what did you say? He was like, oh, man, ain't no way in the world. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so wait, are they taking him out? I don't know. I'm wondering. So it because it kind of has me wondering. So basically, I'm wondering if everybody agrees on what dating is. I guess we are all missing it in terms of how it should take place, like where it should, what the ground rules are. You know, because ground I think the ground rules and the standards. Yeah, because there's no reason why this guy and other guys like him should be able to have access to women without paying the entrance fees. Mm. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, go ahead, Kwaku. From a man's perspective, <laughs> too many women have 14 day trials. Ooh. 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 Sorry. Oh, so you go do one trial because you know you got lots of other trials out there. Because I can sign up for something else later. Oh, that's so true. Okay, so if I was single, go on, Kwaku. Uh, Kwaku got a word of him. He got a word of him. Go if on, Kwaku. Listen, pick your face up right now. Uh-uh. He can't see you. If you on the pod, if you're listening, <laughs> it's okay. It's gonna be all right. We gonna we gonna, he gonna heal that one later. What do you mean by the 14 day trial? What do you think? What do you, what are you implying? Go on, go on. You cannot hold back. No, 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 I'm not. I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Guys, we generally. okay, I say like this. We like the most attractive and difficult challenge to go after. But if we find something free along the way, we will pick it up. Mm. But then how as a woman, how do we balance that? Like, what do you what's too easy and what's too hard? Like, what how do you? That's a great question, Didi. So what's too easy? Too easy is being into us. And I, I know one term that young guys use now, being thirsty. Right. Yes. Okay, so what is thirst in, in a man's eye? Thirst is you letting me know that you're really, really into me right off the bat. Yes. I don't need to know that. Which means yes. giving too much access to me. Yes. Like like skin. Yes. <laughs> Men, I, I honestly feel, like, you know, as being a man and being, you know, dating in a whole nine, but you want a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Think about it. That's why we play sports. Right. That's why everything becomes a conquest to us because there's a challenge involved. Mm-hmm. There is a, I didn't have it before. I worked very hard and now I have it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to be that man's championship. Ooh. 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 tweet on this cast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I feel many... so honored right now. <laughs> championship. But too many women make it too easy. Now, there's still going to be women that make it easy, but you don't want the guy that goes for that. Yeah. If you say, Ooh, say that one more time, that is very true. You don't want the guy that goes for the easy girls. 
No, no matter how good looking he is, no matter how good looking, because he'll get ugly over time. Mm. There has to be a level of challenge to you now, but but not too much. Don't hit it. And we'll talk about that. Don't hit him with the independent woman thing. That's we've heard that enough. Independent women don't have to say it. The independent woman is it already. Yes. But make it something for him where he's challenged by you, where he's got to sit home and think, man, I really want to call her, but I don't know because I don't want to feel like I like her too much. Like, where's that game? I don't think that game is out there no more because these women look at me. Because <laughs> we as women, look, let me, let me, let me come back to our team. Because we as women have stopped putting that kind of challenge out there. Yeah. We have. We make it so easy. You know what it is, though? What I feel like it is, and a lot of our women are going to chime in on that Facebook group. I can feel it coming. I feel it. <laughs> it's all good. We're ready. But I really do feel like it's that whole global access thing that makes us and that competitive piece of us that makes us feel like and you know you know some of the things that we're seeing visually a lot of our guys we talked about this before kwaku babe is a lot of stuff we see with our guys a lot of our guys have chosen guys right yeah or a lot of our guys are choosing uh women that don't look like us and things like that or it gets confusing to us sometimes about what men's standards are so it makes us feel like the pool is tighter and that there's less to choose from and that we need to act fast. So I feel like a lot of women get thirsty because they, they're, they're anxious because of that scarcity message. What do you, what do you say to all that? <laughs> my, my personal opinion about that is you don't have to worry about that if you're bad to the bone. If you know that you are that chick, if you rock like that chick... There could be 80,000 girls out there, but there's not you. You better. You <laughs> make me scream and wake Sky up. <laughs> I mean, if you. Th- bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Who's bad? Define bad to the bone. Maybe that's what we're missing. Maybe women don't have the identity now. Maybe okay. they don't know that they're already bad to the bone because they're so busy looking at other women and. And some of the images make us think that we're not bad to the bone if the portrayal says that a certain type of person is bad to the bone. Well, I think there's a misconception first to address that we men just go for what we see. Now, we are very visual creatures. I mean, that's why you'll see men lined up at the Walmart at a TV stand, you know, the TV stand looking at stuff. But uh, DeAndre, go, go. I think you have to, for my age group, bad to the bone is totally different for you guys this generation because our guys are now everybody wants a Kim K that's what they want and yeah. so and like you said those guys that wants the easy girl those aren't the guys that you want but some of those guys appear to they appear to be on the list that we have but again they want a Kardashian girl so then when that guy comes and he wants me I'm just like okay what do I need to do to make sure Mm-hmm. You stay around, but then that's thirsty, and I become that easy girl. But I'm that's not really who I am, but that's how I feel because that's the trend amongst the millennials these days. Mm-hmm. I feel like the trend will change. I mean, no disrespect to a Kardashian because you know they are who they are, right. and the men that they choose are the men that are capable of handling them. 
of handling everything that comes with them. But I, I, I would say to all those guys in that millennial generation, you may think you want one, but you don't have a clue what you're getting into. You're just looking outwardly. But what happens when she goes home and she's got the head rag on and she doesn't have makeup on and all that kind of stuff? She's probably a different looking woman. And do you really want that? Are you just, or are you just attracted to the pictures that you see out there? Like a smart man knows. I want to. I, I told Sybil this early on when we dated. I want to see you when you're not made up. That's what I'll fall in love with. Or without your body shaper or your booty pops or your eyelashes. It, there's so much you can add to yourself mm-hmm. now that just makes it all, it's so fake. Like it's, dating is so hard because you almost have, you're competing with these fake girls. But let but, me tell you this. Oh, go ahead, Brandis. No, but what I was going to say was one thing that I don't think has changed is guys still want a challenge. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's changed because I talked to another younger guy. He's around in his 20s as well. And one of the things he said was that women, like, literally, they have it in the bag when he first meet them. Mm-hmm. And they let it go so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, they have all the power at first, but they let it go so quickly because mm-hmm. they don't present a challenge to him. Mm-hmm. And so I think that part of a guy, I don't think that'll ever change. Like even if you go back to like the 19 centuries and look at those old love letters, men always want a challenge. They always want a conquest. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to change. He's smart though. Like he's one of the smart ones. You have to think about the other person we were talking about. They told, had a conversation with me and was basically like, yes, we want the challenge. But like you said, you're too challenging. This easy girl came along, so bye. And you know what? I'm going to say this, Dee, because I feel like you meet a guy at a certain age or stage, and they are not looking for the same thing. That's true. Yeah. So someone who might meet this 23, or there's some 23s and 20s who are ready to be married, you know, and that's great. I don't know, you know, if that's the popular mindset at that age. I do feel like guys, once they've gained a sense of uh, of independence and income and ability at a certain age, you graduate college or whatever, you got a good job, you now got money in your pocket, you can do a, a few more lavish things than you could do before. I think they start going through this deeply exploratory stage at like between 21 and like 29, 40, right? <laughs> 4550. <laughs> I, I think so too. I think so. I think that is absolutely true. But women, once we finish college, our minds shift to a more stable point because we start looking for things that are going to like stabilize our world and sort of cement our world more. So we're saying, all right, I grad, we start hitting milestones. I graduated, I got a job or whatever. My career is in this place. I'd love to meet someone amazing. I'd love to start having kids. And we start going through a different cycle. But I feel like with guys, their cycles shift. The timing is where we kind of miss it somewhere. Because once guys, you know, guys in college tend to struggle more than we do. We in college will have a job. We have our dads and moms supporting us or whatever be the case. Guys in college, you know, guys being flip-flops and Adidas, like, you know, socks, like, figuring it out. When they get that job and they have access, it means something different to them. And, and then now they can go out and date all these girls that wouldn't holler at them in college. Exactly. <laughs> so start going city to city, shore to shores, Tinder to eHarmony, to, and they start 
that conquest and they have the means to do it. And we're just like, what is wrong with them? They're, they're not into relationships. They're not ready because they're experiencing something they never had before. And I, I, I do. Do you, do you feel like the timing of our cycles are a bit different, babe? I would, I would agree. I would agree because you, like you said, you, you have, you have better resources at that time. So if you were in college and you were not the guy and you didn't have any money and, you know, I was the socks and flip flops guy. But if you were that guy and then you come into a little money now and you can dress a little better and you have an apartment and you start to gain the things that, you know, are traditionally that, you know, that a woman, you know, associates with a grown up man. Yeah. Yeah. You start to feel it a little bit like I'm going to go out and quote unquote, sow my wild oats or whatever it's called. You know, you do you do feel that way. So trying to catch a trying to catch a 23 year old guy, a 24 year old guy and get him positioned to marry. It's it's like trying to hug a hurricane. Like it doesn't doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. No, it's it's probably true, though. You know, that's something that just hit me. Like, literally, our expectations are different in that stage. They really are. And I, I honestly feel like that's part of our issue. And like I said, for guys, I feel like that runs a lot longer than it does with women. Because I know biologically things do shift in our bodies. And we want different things out of the world at different ages. And there's nothing wrong with wanting that. There's nothing wrong with wanting that at all. Just like there's nothing wrong with that guy wanting to make sure and go out and experience things because what he's doing, what he's really doing subconsciously is saying, let me make sure that by the time I do settle down with that amazing woman that I don't have a second thought of, Oh, I should have been out in the streets. Cause every guy you, you've almost, it's almost assured that every guy has that one friend who has not settled down, mm-hmm. however old he is. And he's still in the streets and he's still doing his thing and he's still, dating multiple women and but we get to a certain point in our lives where we look at that guy first we look at him he's like man he must be living it up and then over time you keep watching him and like oh man he's really struggling he's spending a lot of money you know he's divided between i don't know how many women he can't keep his life straight he's tired all the time and then you look back and you're like i'm glad i didn't get you know i'm glad i didn't get to that point when Mm -hmm. i got older I'm glad that at that point, you know, at the point where I decided I settled down and I just said, okay, this is, this is where I'm going to, well, well, let me dispel this. It's not settling down. It's actually starting a new, exciting part. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing to say for guys. There's nothing to say that getting with that one woman can't be just as exciting as having four to five women. It's actually easier to manage, but then two, it can be as spicy, as exciting as whatever, as you make it, you just have to invest in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at at 23, at 22, 23, 24, even 25, 30, 26, 27, 27. Some, some guy, some guy is 30, 42. I mean, I'm just saying it's a bunch of players out there. I'm like, man, but, but I can, but I can guarantee, I can guarantee you this. I'm sorry. I mean, to all my guys out there, I'm sorry, but this is true. They want to settle down with a really amazing woman. So what it is, is we have, we as women have to learn how to challenge their lifestyles in a way that is that sparks something different. Meaning, Didi, like you said, you meet these guys and you have your list and they have their list. 
Well, if you don't have compatibility with a person at 24, it doesn't mean that at 30 you might not have different, you might have compatibility. You might meet him at 24 and he's out in the streets. You're not the woman for him at that stage. You might meet him three years later and he's not, he's done with the streets. You know what I mean? Like the lists are start, they match up in different times. I guess, I don't know. Do you feel like women, you know, Dee Dee, do you feel like you have a long list of expectations for a guy? My list is shorter now. Okay. That's on your list. Do you mind us asking? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't mind. One, obviously, he has to love Jesus. Okay. Two, he has to be... Well, I kind of broke this rule once, but he has to be taller than me because my little brother is about 6'2". Okay. <laughs> um, and how tall are you, Dee Dee? Like 5'7". Okay, that ain't hard. So he's got to be 5'8". Yeah. But what about heels? Because people have rules. I was going to say, no, I'm not a heel girl. So I'm not too strict on that. He has to be smart. He has to be funny. It could be dry humor, but he can't be too loud. (laughs) (laughs) He can't can't walk in the party and be like, hey, I'm here. It's like, nah, you just need to sit there and people just need to know you're funny. to have a relationship with his mom or like some kind of motherly figure I think that that's very important to me uh-huh. um, what Kwaku no it's noise upstairs oh no, I'm, I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna let you finish, I'm finish. <laughs> with his mom I would like someone with a positive male figure in his life he has to be goal oriented what keep going please <laughs> okay. I'll tell you exactly who you're describing I think I know him go ahead Okay. He has to be goal-oriented. And uh, those are the must. What about money? At my age, he doesn't have to be rich, but we have to be working towards it. Okay. Can he have kids? No. Okay, so he can't have kids. Is that a must? He has to be straight. The kids... (laughs) (laughs) I hate bad teeth, Kwaku. That is a up. So, so we just found two more musts. His teeth have to be straight, and he cannot have children. Oh, he cannot have children. I get okay. too attached to people. So that's okay. So that's about twenty must? No. What about shoes? Can he have some <laughs> Right. Can he? Does he have to have nice shoes? Yes. Can does he have to be slim or? Not too big. He doesn't have to be slim, but he does, he can't be. I don't want to put a number, but he can't okay. be huge. Does he have to dress a certain way? No, but he can't dress a certain way. Like, he can't look like a bum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can come out in your sweats. That's cool, but not every day. Okay. Can he wear red skinny jeans and a... Yeah. Okay. Haircut. As long as it's not braids. So he can't... Can he have locks? Yeah. As long as they're neat. <laughs> done every week okay. not every week but they just need to be neat does he have to be American no does he have to be black no okay okay can he be Chinese yeah okay just curious but can no, he, he live with his mother why does he live would you with say her? he has to love her he does have to love her but why does he live with her because it's New York and people like to save on rent. So but it's you- also New York and people like to live with their mama because she cooks, she cleans, she <laughs> doesn't want him to leave. But you want that relationship, though. I do, but not 
it can't you can't be obsessed with her. You still have to be an adult about it. Because he has to be obsessed with you. Say it again. Because he has to be obsessed with you. Not obsessed, but a lot. <laughs> Being to me a lot. <laughs> I love it. Can he be a garbage man? Yeah. Long awkward pause. Right. Look. <laughs> he has to be the best garbage man in New York City. There you go. Okay. Can he have um, a misdemeanor or any kind of jail? No. What's that? No. So he cannot have ever done time? No. Unless it was for like a parking ticket. Okay. You know Martin Luther King went to jail, right? Yeah. So could it be for a cause? Like if he had gone to jail for Black Lives Matter or something, you know, could it be? No, he can't have any anything on what his record. Had, what if he has really bad grammar? Oh. Y'all making this list long and Kwaku looking at me like I'm crazy. It's your list. Because I, I, I already know who to introduce you to. Who is that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, Didi, you already met your man. That's Hallelujah. The, that's, the only, that's the only man that needs qualification. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, great girlfriends, it's that time of year again. We're inviting you to join us for the 2019 Great Girlfriends Doers and Disruptors Conference, June 13th through 15th in New York City. Our three-day event includes exciting receptions, life-changing panels, connections, masterminds, and more. This year, we had over 100 women from around the world connect with like-minded girlfriends and create incredible memories. Now it's your turn to be a part of this exclusive event. Visit our website, www.thegreatgirlfriendsconference.com to grab a ticket for yourself and for your greatest girlfriend. We hope to see you there. Hi, it's your great girlfriend, Brandis Daniel. I am so excited to announce that I am now an author. Yes, I've authored a book sponsored How to Get Brands to Pay for Your Next Event. Over the last 10 years, I've secured over $2 million in sponsorships for my company, Harlem's Fashion Row, and now I am teaching you how to do the same. You can get my new book on www.mysponsoredbook.com. I just met a man with a perm. <laughs> was it was it a nice perm? It was a I don't even have a perm. <laughs> but was it a perm? But he brought me a pickle and I love pickles and I thought that was so sweet. He brought me a pickle in the club, but I looked at the pickle and I kept going up and I saw the perm. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's a few things wrong. Yeah, there. there's there's a there's a few things that we skipped over. How did I meet him? They what, no, no, what club were you <laughs> frequenting that sells pickles? No, he stopped and got the pickle and brought it to meet me. Wait, 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 wait. Did meet him before? What I kind of club? What kind of club doesn't pat you down before you get in and let you bring pickles in? Huh? I don't go to places that pat you down. You go to those dangerous places where guys in perms bring you pickles. <laughs> You have to the club. <laughs> oh, That's the thing. Sometimes we be in the wrong geographic location. <laughs> the guy that we think is going to meet this dream list. Nah. He had a perm, Kwaku. So that was automatically off my list. But look, let me ask you a question. Can, I, can we just go back over this? Yeah. So did he know you like pickles? There's more to this story that we didn't get. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you the whole story on the podcast. 
Did you did you know this guy? We can I met it. him before, but I didn't but remember the perm. You, how do you forget a perm? You met him online. I was drunk. The end. That explains it right there. The end. That explains it. So, Kwaku, a lot of women have very long lists. This yeah. list is not abnormal. What do you say to this list? For for the list to there's a there's a better list to focus on in order to find a great guy and keep a great guy, and that's the list that deals directly with you. Can we change that to like meeting a great guy? Because I don't think women should be hunting for men, like finding them. No, you're right. You're right. But but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there, there, there is, there's a better list that you need to focus on in order to attract a great man and date him and move on to different things. And it, it's, it's not the list you've prepared on what you want out of him. It should be the list you prepare on what you want out of yourself, because Ooh. when you move in that direction of fulfilling those things about yourself, not that you want to change, but things that you things that you want out of yourself and want out of life and, you know, who you want to be in the relationship, he will come. He'll have you. You'll actually I would I believe you'll actually have more suitors than you can handle at that point trying to get with the standard that you immediately set for yourself. It's stop. Cause for me, for, for, for women, what I'd love to say is stop writing these imaginary lists about guys that don't actually exist. The great <laughs> men that you see, they're actually, they didn't come that way. If you ask any of their women, they didn't come set the way the list was prepared. Amen. They Amen. actually, it's like a man is more of a kit than a finished, you know, than a finished product. Yes. And it's going to take some of it's going to take you doing some of the work and him too to put that man together. I'm, Let me say this is interesting, though, because I feel like a lot of times women are told to focus on the potential of a man. But men always men don't focus on the potential of a woman. Like, you know what I mean? That's so true. But what I was going to say to Kwaku's point, you remember there's this saying and it's like. This woman who, she was the first lady and she was married to the president. You know, of course, she's the first lady. So she's married to the president. And they went out to her class reunion. And the guy who she almost married was, I believe he was like a sanitation worker or something. And somebody was like, girl, aren't you glad you married him instead of this guy? Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, look at who you could have been with. She said, no, if I would have married him, he would have been president. Yes. I love and that's good <laughs> because I believe that it's true mm -hmm. I mean I believe I really do believe that women have a lot of influence mm -hmm. yeah you do but then how do you like how do you filter through I don't want to say like filter through the guys but how do you decide how much you're willing how much work you're willing to put into this person like I think when you say that's great. And I agree that we do have power. But then so many women can take the very same message and say, but so I can fix him or I can. That's so true. And it's just like, That's no, so I believe that my husband is a gift and I believe I'm a gift to him. And I 
do not believe, you do not give me a gift that isn't prepared for me to have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, why am I trying to fix him? Yeah, you, so can't, I think you can't fix nobody. That no, message please, should be like, translated. You cannot no, fix anyone. Not fix a man. No, I'm not your mama. Like I'm not her. I don't want to mm-hmm. be angry. Well, 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 you. I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Like when I, when Sybil and I got together, she, she didn't fix me. Like there was, but one of the things that she did masterfully was she allowed me to see who I was. She believed in me in moments where I didn't believe in me. And it didn't necessarily, it didn't fix me, but it motivated me to fix myself. And that's what a good woman should do. Like she should ask the questions and not question me, but ask the questions, do the thing, provide the love, provide the encouragement to help me move to who I'm supposed to be. And we as men should do the same for women. Like okay. we're not we're not fixing each other. I didn't fix Sybil. She didn't fix me. It's we got together. And what happens out of that is we constantly, consistently bring out the best in each other. But that bringing out the best in each other only happens by exposing flaws. Like she let me know. She taught me that there were so many flaws that I didn't even have. Like I didn't think I didn't think there was anything wrong. Until he I really didn't. He thought. He, I was the catch me out. I was right. that dude. And so everything was wrong with me. Oh, yeah. Everything. He's like, so you didn't get together because I'm ready made. Mind you, he came over with some old yeah. Capri skin tight <laughs> old Navy pants on and like some Clarks. Was, like, oh, Lord. He was just like, like stuff that I would have never allowed was non permissible before, but he had all these other pieces that were working for him that it just excused like the fashion misses that he L- had. Let me let me go on record as saying I was hipster before hipster was hipster. Uh, <laughs> no, he was pre trans. He was pre trans. <laughs> oh Lord. Who started that trend? You hear me? Tight, started tight, it. Tight pants. He had the tight that pants. Was me. And I was like, okay, I can deal with this because he can learn that, but he treats me with respect. Those are, they were like, my standards were met. All the other exterior pieces that can change at any given moment. I was like, I mean, and then I would ask myself, all right, if he came to my door for the next 20, 30 years with these short pants on, what would I do? And I was like, mm. I would, every time I pr- present him with a nice long pair that he could change into. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep it moving. Oh, I would judge him. I would just have a, a fresh <laughs> pair of nice long jeans ready for him. Okay, well, well that, 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 <laughs> you, made, you made a really good point, and I, I really, I, this is the overall point for me. It's, Ladies, if you could kill your lists, but build yourself some standards, like that's what you need, because those are the things, those are the things that we'll latch on to. Now, mind you, those are the things that we will, as men, immediately challenge. Mm-hmm. We will challenge your standard mm-hmm. to see if it's real or not. Yeah, because Didi, so we could true. go down your list and we can pull things and we could say, okay, he loves his mom, but you know, plenty of these dudes love their mom. A lot of dudes in jail love their mama, but be hitting on women. Right. Mm-hmm. So loving mama. I mean, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer probably loved his mom. You get what I'm saying? It's not it's not a love for mom more. So it's a respect for women that, you know what I mean? That will allow you to feel like you're always number one in his book, because when you become his whatever, 
that love for mom is awesome and it has to have a place right. where it's yeah yeah and it's like you know different places so it's kind of we can reposition a lot of things that are on list for a lot of our great girlfriends and shift them into standards that allow them to hold their heads up next high not just not you Didi, but i'm saying all of our great girlfriends reposition a lot of the list things and make them into standards that allow you to set expectations in your own world for friends for, for uh, potential dates for uh, leaders in your life like for for everyone in your world so it's not just i got this great man but everything else sucks it's like no, I set standards that that fit my entire world. It's like criteria for people that get to be in your realm. And I think that, like you said, it makes that dating a lot easier because you start to repel people that don't have the same standards. And it kind of clears the way for you to see people with good standards. It really does, Didi, I promise you. Like, by the time I met Kwaku... I was like, okay, my standards are set. I'm clear on what I don't like. <laughs> I definitely know what I don't like. Yes. I'm clear, very clear on the type of guy I need in my life. And then and then I met Kwaku and I was like, okay, that wasn't, I thought I was clear, clear, but here he come with some different stuff. Okay, let me, let me see if, if any of these things contradict my standards. And they never contradicted my standards, but they did challenge me as a woman. Yes. And, but I grew out of it. I didn't yes. shrink out of it. So it's like he unleashed a certain amount of woman in me by the way he met up with, with my standards, you know? Yes. Yeah, it's a difference between standards and preferences. Like no kids, uh, forgive me, but no kids are preferences. Because if that man is the bomb and happened to make mistakes in his past like we all do, that's a preference you can easily forgive. But if he lays hands on you and that's not your standard, that's a whole different thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Because those those the, the, the preferences, what they'll do, honestly, in my opinion, the preferences will keep so many men at bay that may be really good for you. And they may not be the final guy, but they may be a step along the way mm-hmm. to even you building your own confidence around, hey, great guys really do exist out there. Yeah. He may have had six out of 10, but I'm looking for 10 out of 10 and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But what a standard will do, honestly, is it will make you irresistible to the right guy. Yes. Ooh, don't you want to be irresistible? Yeah. Like that's a great feeling. I think what you said is so valid. Now that I'm thinking through it more and more, I have, I have um, met and know a lot of women who have had preferences that they used as standards, got with someone, even married them and got confused when things didn't look the way they thought they should have looked. They're like, but I thought he was this and that, but he don't hold down a job. Or I thought he was this and that, you know, because he had certain preferences on his lifestyle, you assume that he going to work hard. Psych. He just likes fine things. That don't mean that man can work. (laughs) So it's like understanding that you know, yeah, in math, things do add up a certain way, but not necessarily with the chemistry with humans. It doesn't always add up the same way that because a person has preferences, it it creates a certain standard for them. It doesn't mean the same thing, right? Right, absolutely. And I love what Kwaku said about, like, challenging each other. I feel mm-hmm. like that's the biggest piece. I think that person almost 
you guys challenge each other in a way that is life changing. Mm -hmm. Like totally like things that were, this is how I've always done it. And this is what I've been dealing with for so long. And then I know for me, when Rich came along and challenged some of those things for me, they were life changing for me. Like totally, because I was just kind of going along. Like this is just what it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's not also easy. To deal with yeah no but somehow that challenge you'd be like you know what as much as this man is on my nerve i don't want i want him on my nerve like it's I, true it's true it's my push it's my push he's stretching me yes. and i and i kind of totally. like this so how does dd how does dd stay optimistic with like that whole and I, and I don't want to make it seem like we're anti-Kim K. We are not anti-Kim K. We're anti the glorification of women and defining that and making the idea that all women need to be Kim K-ish, right? So how does, how does Didi and all of our other great girlfriend, girlfriends who are so diverse in everything they have to offer, how do they keep their optimism around dating in this kind of environment? Can I say something right before Kwaku answers that? Yeah, I think it's perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think that I also think that people can sense certain things. Like Mm -hmm. I think there is something that we give off, right? Mm -hmm. Because I have a friend of mine who at any given moment moment, when she's free is dating like three, four dudes and, and weighing her options. And then she'll find what she likes and she's literally sifting through. And I'm just like, I don't understand how other people are like, they can't find anybody to date and you always got three people to date. But it is because she do not think that there is a scarcity of men. Mm-hmm. And I think that because she believes that there's not a scarcity, mm-hmm. that she's very desirable and she doesn't fit any of those that, you know, she's not teeny weeny, skinny, tiny, all that. But I think it's because of what she believe about herself and what she believe mm-hmm. about what's available. It is. And I see it. Like, I see it. I'm just like, I mean, we could be out. And I'm like, she's like, I was like, wait a minute. She's like, oh, hold on. Let me go. I got to, you know, me and this guy, you know, we've been kind of <laughs> like trading eye signals the whole time. And he's asking me to come over there. And I'm just like, when did this happen? <laughs> I've been sitting here talking to you the whole time. but honestly like I think it's what she puts out in the world and I think that oh I think it's what she I think it's what she believes and I think it's what she believes about herself believes about what's available to her and I think whatever we believe is kind of true a lot of times Didi do you feel like the example that Brandis just gave is true in your life in terms of the friend that she's speaking of that has that has no no um no belief around scarcity. She believes that she's desirable and that she has options. So she's starting to see more of those. And when she's ready to meet the man that she wants to be with for a long time, she'll have him. Do you think that same principle applies for you? Yeah. Yeah. I believe you have to have the time to do that. You have to have the time to date the four guys, but I do believe that the men are out there and I do believe that I'm desirable, but there's certain months in my life where I'm just like, I don't want to go out. I don't even want to, I don't want to come to your restaurant. I don't want to get to know you. But then this month I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's date. So okay. It's just like yesterday. I just told my friends, I was like, okay, it's 2016. 
somebody got to get a boyfriend because we all cannot be paying for these dinners again. <laughs> so it's just like, but now we have <laughs> the time and it's just a time where we want to do it. So I think uh-huh. the timing is, timing is important. So Didi, are you ready for a relationship? No. About, I'm ready for somebody, but I don't know if I'm ready for like a long term. I'm not ready to start to get with someone and start talking about marriage and all that stuff. No. Okay. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. It's just kind of curious because I feel like sometimes I hear people saying a lot of what you're saying, which is that I need my space sometimes. I need, no, I need a lot of space sometimes. No, actually I go through phases where I want just me time, but then they want to be married. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just sick of paying for stuff all the time. Right. Oh, so they're sick of paying for stuff all the time. So that's what it is. So I'm like, date. Because you know what my motto was when I was single. So funny. <laughs> if, you, if you treating, I'm, I'm eating. eating. <laughs> and not only was she eating, but the people in around her was everybody eating. Was everybody eating. Everybody I do believe in that. If you with me and you buy me a drink, okay, my friend need one too. That is hilarious. I love it. What do you say to that, Kwaku? That's a that's a doggone manipulation. My great grandma told me I'm supposed to buy a drink for all your family members because I'm interested in you. Not all your family members, just whoever is there at the moment. But is that a first date thing, or is that like a we've dated for a while? So the treating, you see, okay, so here's the thing. On the, if you treating, I'm eating part, that's just first date. I mean, when you're in your 20s, as far as Brandis is concerned, I'm like, go out on dates. You get a chance to experience all kinds of new restaurants and things. (laughs) It's so true. Isn't that true? Am I lying, Sybil? Enjoy a great meal. Enjoy a great meal. Twitter, or I mean, uh, 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 what's this, what's it? Enjoy great meal compliments of uh, eHarmony or Match or wherever online space you, you know what I mean? Enjoy that a great was my meal. My philosophy in my 20s, Kwaku. It really was. Is now, that- once we, now, once I had given you a few opportunities to, to give me a meal, then I might say, <laughs> you know, can we get something to go for my cousin? <laughs> After all, I had given you my time on two or three dates. I love that. And this is a true story. <laughs> this is a true, true story. story. I don't know if I ever did it to go, but Kwaku, you met me pre post New Orleans, but pre in New Orleans, if if I if you met me and you asked me if I want a drink, well, I'm sitting there with two friends. You're gonna buy drinks for all of us. Yeah, I just did that. That's too. the rule. I'm gonna buy drinks for the one I'm interested in. That's that, rude. Wait, That's so rude. If I buy drinks for all three of y'all, two of y'all might get the wrong idea. No, nah, if you got permission to go dance with me from the friends, you just got permission. If, you know, just bought time. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't you do just that. bought me from my friends. Just bought me. The friends will that. no longer block you. No, I didn't do that. Yeah, it was a whole. Just me. Just me personally. I didn't do that. <laughs> you can put that on record. I didn't do that. Say what, what is really funny, though, is when Rich and I first started dating, he used to bring cupcakes for the whole house because I had two roommates. So it was really kind of rude to come through the house with cupcakes just for me. Mm. <laughs> but but he's coming to the house. 
Yes. You don't walk into the lion's den with with one steak. That's not that's not a good thing. <laughs> right. They ain't going to end up too good. You better bring something for everybody. You better ask ahead of time, what are your roommates like? Whatever. That's but, if, true. but the club? Yes, the club. Club too. Yeah. Club? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. That's we why you, you met me at a great time. Yeah. You no. did. You, you met me mm. at a great time. I went clubbing everything. Because I was no. I was retired. God knew. God <laughs> knew. So, um, so what are our takeaways, guys? Set a standard. If if you set a standard as a woman, you're already you're already really far ahead of the competition, if you will. There are we are more attracted to a woman with a standard than we are to one who just gives freely, if you know what I mean. Yes. We'd much rather fight and fight and fight for a championship than pick a dollar up off the ground. Oh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Ew. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you a Dylan. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Okay. Woo. I'm going to say stop competing. Mm. Stop competing. Stop looking to your left. Stop looking to your right. Stop assessing what the next woman is doing and making your weave longer or your lipstick brighter and lifting your breasts higher with your little bra and getting your waist thinner. Stop doing all the stuff that you see other women doing and do what's true to you. Like be your true self. If you don't have a small waist and you don't like wearing waist shapers, don't wear it because you think it's going to make you look better. Do what's you. Like, if you like your hair natural, don't straighten it because you heard men like straight hair. Wear your natural hair. And if you like don't like lipstick, don't wear it. Just keep your lips moist. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? If you're smart and you like to wear your intelligence, wear it in a way that's gracious and, and elegant. You know what I'm saying? Like Didi said, I'm not a hills girl. Now, I used to be pro every girl wear heels, but these days it's different. You don't have to wear heels if, you, if you're not a heels girl. You know what I mean? Just be who you are. If, you, if you're a, a really silly, fun-loving girl who is quirky, be cool with that. Don't try to be someone that you're not and don't try to compete with other women. Learn to own your own identity. Learn to, to be excited about your identity. Don't feel inferior because you see some other woman who's, you know, what has different criteria getting snatched up and don't be competitive with your friends. Everybody has a different identity and accept it. I'll say this from a man's point of view. Beyonce, Kim K, Michelle Obama, Serena Williams, they're all fly because they're not competing with anybody. They know who they are. They accept who they are. They rock who they are. And you can like them or you don't like them. The problem comes in, we, every woman goes out and tries to model those women who are unabashedly themselves. So you can't think you're going to get the same results when it's not necessarily for you. Like Sybil was saying, you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror and you tell yourself you'll fly. You tell yourself that you're the bomb of something. Everybody's got something. If it's if it's your teeth, if it's your hair, if it's your size, whatever it is, you just love that and just rock that. And I promise you that guys will find that attractive. It will only find attractive what you find attractive. That's so true. Well, cool. I think you just took my, my, my takeaway. 
<laughs> Brandis, what's your takeaway? My takeaway was going to re- be uh, for women to remember you're the prize. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, I think especially nowadays, it almost feels like sometimes the guy is the prize. But I think we have to remember that we're the prize. And so a prize should be treated a certain way. Absolutely. And a prize should be chased down. And a prize should be the one who's getting the phone calls. And 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 something that my sister told me a long time ago that I never forgot was, you don't be so predictable. Yes. You don't have to always answer the phone when he calls. Amen. My mama said that. My mama's a player. You do not <laughs> have to always answer the phone when he calls. And... He should be calling you, especially in the beginning. He should be doing, I'm going to say, like 85 to 90% of the calling. And he should be calling you. He should be doing 85 to 90% of the calling. Mm-hmm. In the very beginning, absolutely. You and just all that texting business, I had a rule. Three text maximum. Don't text me after three times or I'm not going to respond. And Rich didn't believe me until he didn't get any reply back. Well, And, and, and as a note, ladies... If he's not doing that calling in the beginning, you're one of many. Right. Or just don't. Bo- if he's not calling, forget it. Yeah. If he's not calling, if he's not chasing, if he's not trying to live up to whatever that standard is you mm-hmm. you put out there, don't bother. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. So Dee Love. Yes. What is your takeaway? To get rid of the list. Yes. To girl. get rid of the list. <laughs> To get rid of the list for the men and create one for myself. There you go. And to accept the challenge when, to accept it when a guy challenges me and not just run from it. Oh, okay. So, oh, yes, Dee Dee, you almost made us go back in. There might be another podcast, seriously, on that. What, 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 how do we handle challenges? Because that's bigger than just the guy challenging you. It's people challenging you. It's like, what do we do? What do we, how do we process a challenge in a way that we take in? You know, how do we process it? Is it as a rejection? Is it as an inferiority? Or is it as someone who's really good for you? And knowing which challenges are good and which are bad. Yes. I love that, Dee Dee. Yay. Fantastic. This was amazing. I thought this was amazing as well. I really did. We had some dynamic guests today. We did. Didi, thank you so much for sharing this insight with us because you know Brandis and I are are, are oh. off the dating scene. <laughs> we we better yeah, yeah. tired. <laughs> well, I think we had a fantastic, amazing show, right, Brandis? We did. This was incredible. Didi Kwaku, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Very welcome. Very welcome. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Thank you. This was amazing. It was fun. It was fun. It was you going to come back? If you'll have me, I'll come back. Oh, you so sweet. <laughs> and I'll come back if you pay me. <laughs> I'm about DD. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm out here paying for my own food right now, Simba. <laughs> but if you know somebody who's treating on me, so okay. You got my number. <laughs> Listen, girlfriends, you just heard it, heard it live from Dee Dee. So we want to, I guess we want to thank our husbands again. Yes, thank you, Rich, for holding it down on this guy so I can record it. Yeah, thank you, Kwaku, for all that wisdom you dropped on us. It's yes. my pleasure. Boom. Love Damn. it. Damn. <laughs> thank you to Miss Sky, who's sweet 
sleeping well and this is such a little pumpkin. Oh, and Sam and Dylan, I really honestly don't know what they're doing right now. <laughs> Thank you, Sam and Dylan. At least I know the house not on fire. That's one thing we know. And to all of our great girlfriends, thank you guys for trusting us with your go-to source for everything life, love, and laughter. You can listen on our website, thegreatgirlfriends.com, on iTunes, Stitcher, or Blueberry. Remember to check us out on Instagram, The Great Girlfriends, Facebook, The Great Girlfriends, Twitter, The underscore Great GFS, and tell all your friends to visit our website at thegreatgirlfriends.com. Post your questions, share with your friends, keep listening, and keep keep being a great great girlfriend. I'm Brandis. I'm Sybil. I'm Kwaku. I'm Deandra. And we're signing off. Peace. Peace.